Hello everybody. I'm late today. I am like five hours late putting my podcast out and I am so sorry for anybody who happens to listen between midnight and 5 a.m. And there's a couple of you. So Sister Susie, if you are one of them that looked for it and it wasn't there and then thought you were going crazy, you're not. It's me. I'm the one going a little bit crazy. Somehow my week has been off by one day and so I'm late. But the good news is the message is going to be a simple and fun one today. If you have ever gone to Sunday school or vacation Bible school, you might know the song, This Little Light of Mine. Um, Hopefully that prompts you to put your pointer finger in the air as if it's a candle and it is lighted and you are ready to sing with me. But it is time to let our lights shine. So welcome to the Hippie Christian Who Cares. I am Chrissy Baki. I really do care, even though I'm late today. Thank you so much for being here. Let's talk about our light shining. I always like to share where my idea comes from, which clearly it always comes from the Holy Spirit, who is God, you know, God, the Father, God, the Son, God, the Holy Spirit. And I think Chrissy, that's me, in my brain, I will roll some ideas around. I'll have this small brainstorming session. And it reminds me of the commercial of the same person sitting around the table. Angry me, what do you think? Silly me, what do you think? Impulsive me. So yeah, that's Chrissy sitting around tables discussing what her podcast is going to be about. And then God in his mercy and grace gives me an excellent idea. And that's what happened this morning. First, I had the panic attack of, oh my gosh, it's Wednesday. I didn't do a podcast. So I shot out of bed and thought, oh, I'll just talk about this Bible study that I started and I'll talk about broken people. No, I've talked about that before and I'll talk about this. And then God just said, let your light shine. And I'm like, this little light of mine, what a good song. And the cool, cool part about it is that it's biblical and about a year ago, we we did a um, Bible study called Red Letter Challenge, and I actually did my podcast for about six weeks on that. And the idea was the red letters in lots of Bibles, whenever Jesus speaks, they will change the font of the letters to red, so you know that that is Jesus's voice um, speaking to you. And in chapter, in chapter, that would be in book Matthew, it's in the New Testament, it's a gospel, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and Matthew was one of Christ's disciples. So in the book of Matthew, there is, that was like a slight hiccup, I don't know if you caught that, but it just was like, and I'm not drinking, so, because it's 5 a.m., and you know, not that you couldn't be, but I was sleeping and then realized I didn't podcast, so I didn't quick slam anything, but 
probably should have because I'd be a smooth talker then, but mm -mm, nope, you just get regular Chrissy in her usual craziness. So Matthew chapter 5 starts what is known as the Sermon on the Mount. Chapter 5, chapter 6, chapter 7, all red letters. So if you want to talk to Jesus, the book of Matthew chapter 5, 6, and 7 is a great place to go. And I'm just going to focus on Matthew chapter 5 verses 14 through 16 because this is legit where the song This Little Light of Mine comes from. It says, you are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do a people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before men that they see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. How cool is that? And the song, This Little Light of Mine, I'm going to let it shine. This Little Light of Mine, I'm going to let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. And then it says, hide it under a bushel. And a bushel is clearly a bowl. Um, and that is where it says, neither do a people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand. So hide it under a bushel, and then you scream, no, I'm going to let it shine. Hide it under a bushel, no, I'm going to let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. So let's just talk about being the light of the world. How in the world does God expect me, the person who's doing her podcast late today, be the light of the world? Who am I to tell you anything? That's partially why I call this podcast The Hippie Christian Who Cares. Because on one hand, I do care and I think God is calling me to be light. But there's that other part of me that feels a little bit like Moses where you feel totally inept. And I say, who cares what I have to say, right? Like you don't have to listen to me. But I'm hoping that I can point you to Jesus. And I'm hoping that the Holy Spirit fills me enough that I can pour out the truth. And the truth is Jesus. He is the way, the truth, and the life. So when I was in Bible study this week, we're doing a super Lutheran Bible study called Everyone His Witness which is right up my alley because I do enjoy to share Jesus with anybody I know. I used to always say I like to slap the Jesus in people, but a lot of people get really offended by that because it sounds terrible. I think it sounds funny, but, you know, that's just me. So, um, in that Bible study, we were talking about sharing sharing Jesus to broken humans and that we in fact are also broken and um pastor Brad giving him a big shout out and 
sometimes I think he listens. Other times he's a busy pastor, so I can talk about him all I want. And I'm probably safe because he doesn't have time to listen to me. But the good news is I'm not ripping on my pastor because that would be wrong. I am exalting him because he has lots of good things to say. And one of the things that he said is when you think about putting a light in a vessel, so sort of putting your light, the bowl over your light, it's not going to shine, right? But when we are broken and the more broken we are and we have Christ in us, then that light shines through. I love a perfect segue into the next part of the session, and that is the second verse, which is hide it under a bushel. So most of us are proud of being Christian And I say that because there's certainly times I'm not when you see people who identify as a Christian and say horrible, terrible, rotten, mean, ugly things. And the truth is, that's probably all of us. Some of us just don't go on TV and say them. Some of us just aren't famous, whether celebrity or political or whatever, but it is all of us. And my brain instantly goes to Mel Gibson, who has been under attack about a billion and a half times. But this is also the man who put out the movie, The Passion of the Christ. And in this scene where they're nailing Jesus to the cross and they do a big close-up shot of the um, Roman soldier nailing Christ's hand and pounding the hammer or pounding the nail with the hammer into Christ's hands. That is legit Mel Gibson's hands because he knows he's the one who put Christ on the cross. And so, you know, people make mistakes and we have to give forgiveness and it doesn't excuse our mistakes But we got to remember that we're not really in the business of forgiving people. It is God who is. And so don't let your light not shine because of what other people think of you. Don't let your light not shine because of what you think of you. Don't let your light not shine because of labels of what people think of Christians or what they think of your particular denomination. If you love God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, if you recognize Jesus Christ as 100% man and 100% God, 100% personal Savior who came out of his godliness, didn't come out of his godliness, but came out of his heavenly realm to come to earth to be an absolute witness to the Father 
and to show us the way and then to take on all of it and I go back to the children's Bible that is based on Luke 22 Mark 14 and John 18 and this is the Jesus storybook Bible um, and the subtitle is every story whispers his name oh, I love that so much and it's written by Sally Lloyd Jones and no doubt filled with the Holy Spirit and then the illustra the illustrations are Jago J-A-G-O cool illustrations just makes it look like a super fun hipster Jesus dig it a lot anyways this is the story of a dark night in the garden and it's the garden of Gethsemane and it's um, as Jesus is praying and he knows that there's no other way and it says all the poison of sin was going to have to go in his own heart God was going to pour into Jesus's heart all the sadness and brokenness in people's hearts he was going to pour into Jesus's body all the sickness in people's body God was going to have to blame his son for everything that had gone wrong it would crush Jesus I love that so much and so I I think about that when I think about how broken I am how out of sorts I can get how overwhelmed I can get how unkind I can get how stressed out all the things um, sad um, you know just crazy you know like there's a lot going on and sometimes that will hold us back and we'll we'll put that bowl over our light and you just have to say no that we will rely on Christ and and the Holy Spirit to fill us and and you know sometimes when you pour yourself out you your bucket feels empty and they talk about that a lot in elementary school are you a bucket filler or are you a bucket dipper a dipper is taking away from somebody a filler helps fill their bucket up and sometimes though when we are filling somebody else's bucket up and we pour out out of our own bucket we feel a little bit depleted but let me tell you friends that's where the Holy Spirit comes in and if you feel depleted find yourself some communion the body and the blood of Jesus Christ will fill you up so fast go to the Jesus that is so personal and so I think I got way off track with the whole if no matter what denomination you are if you believe in that personal Jesus Christ you have a light to shine and I think that's really really exciting and hiding it under your any reason at all um, 
it's just you just have to say no i'm not going to i am going to bravely proclaim that i am a follower of jesus christ so letting your light shine gives light to others and just going back to matthew 5 verse 14 and beyond you are the light of the world a city on a hill cannot be hidden neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl instead they put it on a stand and it gives light to everyone in the house so now that you have decided you're not gonna hide your light under the bowl you have screamed no with every sunday school child in the world um and you are going to put it on a stand and it will give light to everyone and how do you do it just that it says jesus says neither do people put light a lamp and put it under a bowl instead they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house and then he tells us exactly how in the same way let your light shine before men that they may see your good deeds and praise your father in heaven do not get confused that that is how we get to heaven we don't do good things and go to heaven just doesn't work that way sometimes i wish it did because there's some really good humans that don't know jesus christ and it makes me sad because they are good humans and and it's got to be god's goodness in them because they are made in the image of god but they just don't have that God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit connection, that Jesus connection, that our God is such a personal God. Pastor Mark, our new associate pastor, was so cool in the Bible study that I went to because he said, you know, every other religion, God is sort of far away. But in Christianity, Jesus is up close and personal jesus is dealing with you on a personal basis he is taking all of your sin and brokenness and sickness with him on the cross because he loves you so hard so much so full so intensely so that's what we do it doesn't say that you take your lamp and knock on doors it doesn't say you take your lamp and hand out tracks it doesn't say that you have to do a podcast it doesn't say that you have to be in a bible study or sit in a church those are all good things they are all acceptable things and if that's the thing that you feel called to do clearly hashtag podcast then do it that's great and hopefully that light shines for somebody i don't have a thousand listeners but the listeners that i have i think listen and enjoy 
hopefully they do hopefully they are like oh my gosh that hippie christian chrissy is so funny and enjoyable and boy she's spot on except for those few times where she's made a mistake almost every podcast anyways i enjoy that i appreciate Susie and Judy and Paul and Phyllis and Rebecca and Becca and Bob. Did I say Bob twice? If I did, it's because you're in California and sometimes it's nice to get shouted out twice. Leah, all the people that have listened to my podcast, Pastor Mark listened and was like, oh, that was good. High praise, right, from a guy who's been to seminary. I appreciate feedback that said, oh, I really needed to hear that today. That's how I feel when I go to church or when I listen to a Christian podcast or when I speak to a Christian friend. Um, iron sharpens iron. And the interesting thing about that is sometimes when iron is sharpening iron, it's sort of rubbing you the wrong way, but we learn from that and, and we get better at it. And it sometimes prompts us to seek the truth ourselves. So, you know, that just goes back to don't listen to me, listen to the Jesus in me. I'm just trying to shine my light and I just want you to see that there's this awesome God there's this awesome Jesus that in my brokenness makes me feel completely whole, makes me feel patched up and fixed up and presentable to God the Father and that I get to be the daughter of a king. And you are all prince and princesses. And for that, let's just have a quick moment of silence for Queen Elizabeth. Somebody put hashtag God save the queen. And my text back to that person was, thank you, Jesus, that he did in fact save the queen. And how fun is it for the queen to meet the king of kings kind of digging that right and so it's so important to have jesus in your life and not oh my gosh my husband just sneezed again this time he's downstairs and i'm telling you if you hear it i don't even know what to do anymore he has a super loud sneeze i can't really wait and do the podcast when he's not home. That's just never going to work. I can barely get it done on time like a normal human being, right? Anyways, don't hide your light under a bushel. All you have to do is put it on a stand and do what Jesus does. Easier said than done, but let's all keep trying. If you didn't listen to last week's episode, it was all about putting on the armor of God. And at one point in Ephesians, it talks about the 
dark world of powers and authorities and spiritual darkness and mm, it gets kind of creepy. That is exactly what we talk about when we say, don't let Satan it out. Satan is going to try to blow your candle out. Satan is going to try to put one of those, I think they call them sniffers out where you, like if you've ever been to um, a church where there's an altar boy or an acolyte and they have this pole with like sort of a bell looking thing on it and they put that over the top of the candle and it um, extinguishes the flame. At the end of the service, that's okay because we don't want our churches to start on fire. But don't do that to other people's light. And don't let Satan do that to your light. We need to be the light of the world. And there's endless ways of being the light of the world. And when people are sharing Jesus and their experiences and they don't resonate with you, it doesn't mean that they're wrong. We all have the brand of Christianity that we identify with. Um, I go to a Lutheran church. Um, I go to a pretty conservative Lutheran church. Um, it's the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod. It drives me crazy. But I identify with beautiful, beautiful humans that go to my church. Brian, how did I not shout you out? You couldn't be any more of a beautiful human. And your wife, Shelly, and Junebug, and Larry, and Larry and Linda. I mean, the list goes on and on of people at my church that are just amazing humans and Amy, my goodness, I helped hire her at our church. Um, I got to sit in an interview. I didn't really hire her, but I was like, my vote's a big yes, a big thumbs up. And I love that. I love that she started at our church, had a break from our church, and came back to our church. Good, good stuff. I love going to other people's churches. I love um, listening to other pastors. I love hearing what people think about this passage and other passages. Our pastor does a thing called Bible and Brew. Cool stuff, right? Like, let's just go out and talk about who we are and that we are made in God's image and that we love this Jesus that helps us in every single circumstance in our life. And that's a good thing. And I think when it is so ingrained in who you are, and my sister said, you know, our mom taught us well, because I was saying to her, like, in this everyone his witness it just is talking about listening and asking and seeking and serving and inviting and encouraging and that is so what she does she works at um 
a retail store that I can say it. I plug Walgreens. She works at Walgreens as a beauty consultant. And I'm not kidding you. Her, she witnesses on a daily basis and she's not like slapping the Jesus in people. She's just sharing who she is, what she believes. And it's done in a way that doesn't feel like, do you believe in God? Are you going to heaven? If not, you know, can I pray with you right now? Can I lay my hands on you right now? It's not that at all. And there are times and places for stuff like that, but probably not in your workplace. And, you know, there's rules and we have to follow these rules, but it is okay to just talk plainly about who you are and good things that happen to you and, and why they happen to you and things like that. And she does it in a way that shines her light, that she puts that light on a stand and in the same way, let your light shine before men that they may see your good deeds and praise your father in heaven. So as she's sharing about the best facial lotion or the best way to fix your cuticles and bags under your eyes and um, the coolest glitter eyeshadow, no doubt people see her good deeds. And I know that there's tons of you out there um, just praying for a friend of a friend um, who through Brian was felt valuable that tough life, tough circumstances and lots of judgment and through Brian he felt valued and so now that he has been on the straight and narrow path and seeking some other employment he reached out to Brian. How cool is that? That is Brian putting his lamp on a stand so that men can see it and recognize and praise our Father in heaven. So many cool examples of that. And I giggled because when I opened my Bible, the children's Bible, to get to that one part that I read to you previously, um, a picture of my dad fell out. And it's not just a picture of my normal dad. It's a picture of my dad dressed up like a clown. And his clown name was Papa Do. We called him Papa for as a grandparent. And my mom, her clown name was P. Mima because her first name is Peggy. And originally she was going to be a silent clown. She wasn't going to be a mime totally, but sort of. So she was going to be P. Mima, but then she did it at a nursing home and some little old lady was like, well, what do you never speak? And so she decided to have a voice that was very similar to a five-year-old. Quite honestly, it kind of mirrors a little bit of Elmo in there. Um, and kids loved it. Papa Do, however, was large and in charge and hilarious. Um, and so they dressed up like clowns. They went to churches and Sunday schools and hospitals and 
nursing homes and women's and men's groups. And when they weren't, when the message wasn't specific for church, they did parades and um, picnics. They didn't really do birthday parties, but occasionally for someone special, they might. Um, but their light shined all the time. You absolutely saw Jesus in this crazy couple that did skits that always had a message of goodness and kindness and hilarity. I feel like I breezed over the don't let Satan blow it out verse a little bit, but I think you got the message is keep talking, keep doing good things, keep being you, keep shining the light of Jesus, because no matter how Satan is going to try to blow that light out, Jesus prevails. And it, in that last little section, it just showed because I started to talk about that and then started sharing about people that put their light on a stand and despite whether it's work or whether it's somebody's circumstances or whether it's um, how you go about it, somebody's always going to criticize, but Jesus prevails. And next thing you know, I'm sharing all these super cool ways of people doing it and not talking about the devil. So ha ha ha, suck it devil. Um, probably not the appropriate thing to say, but you know, sorry, sometimes I'm broken too. <laughs> Anywho, I'm just going to let Jesus Christ handle the devil because he already did and won victory. Woohoo! That's the cheerleader in me coming out. Um, in which I can do kind of a semi-high kick, but I cannot do the splits anymore. I, that like left me in my 40s, which I was super proud of. And now I'm just, part of me wants to continue to work out until I can get to the splits. But really what 57 year old needs to be doing the splits? That's just weird anyways. So let's go back. And by the way, did you like how I snuck in the commercial too? Sorry about that. It's just, I don't know that I always have to announce it, but it's just good to throw it in there because I do really enjoy this podcast and Anchor really works well. So final verse is shine all over and then you sing the city that you live in. So I live in Janesville. So we would sing shine all over Janesville. I'm going to let it shine. Um, but you could say shine all over your neighborhood, shine all over your workplace, shine all over your classroom, shine all over your 5k, shine all over your customers, you get the point. The point is shine your light wherever you are. Think of your light like a Bic lighter at a concert, which by the way, the good news is there's probably nobody getting burned or setting concert halls on fire anymore because now cell phones have flashlights that when it's that Bic lighter moment, 
now you can just put your cell phone on. And now you can also think that's a perfect, this little light of mine. Have you ever been in a situation where it is so convenient to put that flashlight on? Yeah, love it because you can ju it just light lightens the darkness. Duh, that's what flashlights do. But think about that. That is us out in the world sharing Jesus, right? So good, good stuff. Not gonna lie, this really motivated me this week. Thank you, Jesus, for a great idea. Thank you for being the light in me. And thank you for continuing to be right there to ignite my light, to re-light when someone blows my light out um, or when I sniff my own light out, continuing to be that eternal flame for me. I am grateful. I hope that all of you are pointing your finger in the air, getting ready to shine your light all over wherever you are at, um, to not hide it under a bushel, to not let Satan blow it out, and to continue to put it on a stand and do the good that people see and, and through that and in you that they see Jesus. Friends, you are the light of the world. <laughs>